the voice of reason, the voice of alarm, the voice of stats, the voice of scouts, the voice of Kool-Aid, the voice of dismay, the voice of Davo. So this is what it's like to lose a game. It's been a while, hasn't it? Luckily, this one stings a little bit less than Game 7 of the World Series the last time KC was handed a loss. As we're glad you're along on another edition of Clubhouse Conversation, this is your dish with me, Davo, after the Twins hand KC their first loss of the year, 3-1. to one. And before we get into this one, break it down, and before we preview tomorrow for you, Let's dig right in and give your player of the game award away to obviously Edinson Volquez, who was fantastic in this game. Made just one bad pitch to Oswaldo Arcia. We'll talk about that and more here in a bit. Arcia hit that two-run home run, which is obviously our play of the game tonight as well in the bottom of the fourth. Ended up being all the Twins would need. But let's talk about Volquez right away here. So seven and two-thirds innings of fantastic ball. I mean, I really like how he threw tonight. Yeah, it was against the Twins. Yeah, they missed a couple of cookies in the middle innings. But for the most part, I mean, Volquez, even against a good team, is going to have a similar night. Seven and two-thirds, allowed three runs, just five hits, only walked one, struck out seven. He goes to one and one now with a 2-3-0 ERA through two starts. The changeup really impressed me tonight. Only the second time, I guess three if you count spring training, that I've seen him throw, at least that I can remember. I'm sure I've seen him a couple times with the Pirates here and there, but where I've paid attention, the changeup continues to surprise me how filthy it is. And the fastball, too, that tailing fastball. Goodness gracious. Did you, did you see that pitch in the bottom of the second to Jordan Schaefer? Completely went from the inside corner back back over the plate. It, it was filthy. Got Schaefer looking. And Volquez did a great job, too. I mean, just for the game, it, it limiting damage in that first inning. Bases loaded, nobody out. The Twins get just one run. Nice job there. Kind of a similar start to his first one of the year against the White Sox when he got hit a little bit hard in the first inning. Of course, the Royals made some spectacular plays, especially Lorenzo Kane behind him. And that's going to be there all the year. All year. There's nothing fluky about that. So we'll talk more about the Royals' defense here in a minute as well. But, yeah, that just that one-two pitch, the bottom of the fourth, the Arcia, it scored both him and Plouffe just getting over the right center field wall. Another thing that Volquez did tonight is he saved the Royals' bullpen completely. I mean, Franklin Morales gets you one out, throws just a few pitches. Obviously, he's available again tomorrow. The Royals' bullpen has essentially had two full days off. And you go back, I mean, Greg Holland's had, what, four days off now? Davis and Herrera should be really well-rested. Chris Young threw two innings. That's been a couple of days ago. He's 100%. The entire bullpen is available now, which is good because the Royals don't have an off day for a while. So that's good news. He saved the bullpen. And speaking of the bullpen, Franklin Morales, when he got that out of Joe Maurer in the bottom of the eighth inning, the Royals' bullpen now has 19 and a third scoreless frames to start the year. And then the defense. Yeah, bottom of the eighth, we had one error there by Moose to begin the inning. That's only the Royals' second error in eight games. And neither did any damage. I mean, I, I have, to be honest with you, just about forgot about Lorenzo Cain's error. The other day in center field, it didn't really matter. It was kind of a cheap error in a blowout game, you know, a bobble. Allowed somebody to take an extra base against the Angels. But, I mean, one by Moose, one by Kane. Neither came back to roost. So pitching and defense continues to be excellent. Nothing but good news there, even again tonight. Now, offensively, I've been telling you how impressed I am with the Royals' offense. Mainly their approach. I've been pounding it the last week. 
the approach has been great, but not tonight. The Royals struggled tonight offensively. And, and, and give Kyle Gibson a lot of credit. I'm not one of those people who always tries to say, you know, that my own team wins or loses the game. I mean, yes, that's true to a degree when a pitcher totally dominates or when a team wins by 10. I mean, there's there's times where a team just beats the crap out of you. But I'm also not one of those people in a close game that's going to put the blame on my team, usually. I mean, Gibson gets 75% of the credit tonight. He's nails. Four starts now. He's dominated the Royals, the former Mizzou guy. Maybe we need to trade for him. If you can't beat him, join him. What, 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 you know, can we make a move to get him? But to be serious, well, I'm being half serious about that, by the way. But to, to be real serious, Gibson, I mean, the Royals got nine hits off of him. The problem were they were all singles. Does, does this sound familiar? N- nine singles, no walks. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? That's the Royals we've seen in the last couple, three years for a good majority of the season. You know, the playoffs notwithstanding, September and August of last year notwithstanding. But you know what? It's one game. And give Gibson some credit. Almost everything was down. He left hardly anything up for the Royals. And yes, some of that's because the Royals were swinging at the balls down. So he never really had to throw too many pitches up. I mean, the Royals did not do a good job tonight waiting him out at all. Swung at a lot of pitches out of the strike zone. A couple hitters in particular. I'm not going to throw any names out there. It's one game. It doesn't matter. When it becomes a disturbing trend over and over and over, we'll talk about it. It's one game. It doesn't it, – whatever. Give Gibson credit. Tip your cap. You don't like to see the Royals get no walks. You don't like seeing no extra base hits, but it happens. And the Twins have Brian Dunsing, Casey Fien, and Glenn Perkins coming in. They combine for two and a third scoreless innings. Perfect relief. Two strikeouts, just you know, rough night. Shake it off. Not even really, not even a rough night. I mean, the Royals didn't give the game away, and they just got beat tonight. We'll take that one. And you know what? If the Royals win right around ninety games, they're going to lose about seventy more times this year. So it's a feeling we'll have to get used to. But you know, come back out tomorrow and get a win. Even if the Royals lose tomorrow, do not panic. I mean, that's still a four and two road trip. That was the goal coming into this trip: four and two at worst, three and three. The Royals already have a four and two road trip guaranteed. They come out tomorrow and get a win and go five and one. I mean, what a trip! And tomorrow, well, before we talk about tomorrow, I also want to give a couple credit here to one guy in particular, Alex Gordon. Good to see him get a base knock up the middle, his first A-B, swings 3-0, drives in the Royals' only run with a line drive single to right. Got to get Alex going, especially with Alex Rios out of the lineup. We need Gordon to get going. So that was good to see. Two hits from Moose, both in his first two A-Bs. Beautiful work in the left side. He's becoming a more complete hitter. And then three more hits for Ted Williams, or Alcides Escobar. Ridiculous the way Esky's playing. Now, tomorrow... Tommy Malone, Jason Vargas, a pair of lefties go. Malone, his first start of the year was nails. You know, but Gibson got lit up and he was nails tonight. Now Malone was nails. Hopefully he'll get lit up tomorrow. You know, let's just flip flop it. Malone, seven and two shutout innings versus the White Sox in his first start. But the Royals, if you might remember, now Malone back when he was with the A's was a nemesis a couple of starts. But last year, the Royals completely lit him up once and then hit him hard another once he came over to the twins let's start off with the august 28th game five and a third three runs on nine hits that's a nice day knock a pitcher out in the sixth inning get three runs off of him royals did that august 28th but let's go back to august 17th of last year malone got four outs an inning and a third allowed six earned runs on four hits with a couple of walks so the royals have had his number in recent days i think they'll come back out tomorrow shake this one off And Jason Vargas, on the other hand, 
of this matchup. How about this? Last year against the Twins, 3-0 with an 0-9-6 ERA. Lifetime, which I kind of only half pay attention to because it's different hitters, different teams every year. But Lifetime, 3-6-5 against the Twins, has won five games and lost three. And, of course, coming off a nice outing on Friday in Anaheim. I always like to wonder about the Royals lineup. I mean, we're getting to the point where you have to see Christian Cologne tomorrow, I would think. He, he, I mean, and Ned says he wants to give Cologne his first game when he's going to get a second one in back-to-back nights. Could he be in for Moose tomorrow, possibly? Ned said once at third base, one at second. Do you give him at third tomorrow for Moose and then let him start on Friday night against the A's? I got to believe that Christian Cologne's, you know, after eight games, has to get in the game tomorrow. I'd like to believe Eric Kratz will catch tomorrow, but I just don't think he will. With Casey having an off day yesterday. I mean, a good day to get Kratz in there. But at the same time, you know, you, you also want to win this series. You don't want to just throw out your Sunday afternoon quote unquote lineup. But I don't think the Cologne really is that big of a downgrade. I think he can hit a little bit. He proved himself small sample size last year, but I think the guy can hold his own. I believe we'll see Paulo Orlando and right. I think Gordon will actually play the day game after a night game. We'll see. I like guessing in the lineup, so I'm right like one out of two times. So, you know, I don't have a great track record on that, but we shall see. The lineup will be interesting. Remember, 12 noon tomorrow, so don't forget to watch that one while you're quote-unquote working, wink-wink. Royals and Twins, if the Royals get that win tomorrow, like I said, two out of three would be an awesome way to end this road trip as Casey comes home for six against the A's and the Twins. You hope KC can then come home and go 4-2 and two on the homestand, and then they'd be really looking good. But let's just take it game by game. Way too many to go. We'll talk to you again soon on Clubhouse Conversation. Thank you for listening. Have a great night, and go Royals!